Welcome to Beyond the First Wing, the theatrical diaries of the people backstage. We are co-hosts, I'm Morgan, and I'm Lauren, and this is episode three, How Much is Too Much. This episode's kind of about uh, burnout. We'll kind of talk about what that is in a second, but yeah, it's kind of about how we avoid burnout and how we kind of keep everything fresh. Cue intro music. So what what is burnout? What's the indicator for you for me that you've kind of burnt out of of working and you're oh. kind of you need to take a step back and breathe? Um well the like main first step is when my mood starts to switch and I start getting angry or like upset with every little thing. That's the first step of you know I either didn't get enough sleep or I'm just hitting that point of breaking and I'm like this is not good anymore. Um, or for me, my mental health, when I hit a crash, I'll just start crying for no reason. Just whenever I'll just cry. And that's how, like, I know I've hit the point of burnout and I'm like, I got nowhere else to go. It sucks. It's depleting. I know that it, it directly correlates to my mental health. Like it's not necessarily my mental health goes down. Therefore, I feel I start to get burnt out. A lot of the times, it's opposite. Once yeah. I start to burn out, my mental health completely demolishes mm-hmm. after that. It's like a side yeah. effect. Um, now, I could be interpreting that wrong, but I'm not a psychologist, yeah. so I don't know very much. But that's how it feels. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I notice is I, I kind of the same thing. I start to get a little more irritated I don't want to go to rehearsal I come home and I just become super frustrated and I just don't want to do anything else but sleep yeah and that's when I'm like this sucks and I don't want to do it anymore and not that shows don't get stressful like every show has its stress points between stress and being burned out yeah there's a major difference because like if I'm doing one show I'm stressed but those couple times where I was doing multiple shows at one time, I was becoming burnt out. And you can tell the difference once you've hit both points. You're like, oh, this is a little stressful versus, oh, my God, I absolutely hate everything and I don't want to do this anymore. Why am I even doing this? Yeah. Because the whole point of, of pursuing this art form is, one, telling great stories, two, because you like it mm-hmm. or love it, you know? Yeah, like it makes so, us happy to do this. Yeah, so once you kind of hit a place where you're just like, no, no thank you, it's kind of off-putting. Mm-hmm. And it makes you think, why Why did I even pick this up? So it's kind of a, crucial to avoid burnout so that you stay motivated. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, I know that... I used to feel it in high school, especially, um, doing multiple shows at once. And I know that a lot of people who have done high school theater and had to do a one act on top of a fall play on top of anything else they're doing with, with pieces for competition on top of regular classes. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. And I know that it's a busy schedule in college, but it's not that. Yeah. It's nowhere near that. Like, 
And also, it's, I don't want to say they care a little more in college, but it's that at least where we're at, they're kind of trying to prepare us for the real world. And so they're giving us the stress levels of that, but also on top of classes. So it's a little more than what the real world's going to be giving us, but they care in the sense of trying to put us there professionally. They're more trying to put us in a professional environment instead of, oh, we need to get this show out and done. Yeah, I think it's, like, depending on where you are, I guess. Because I could see it not being that way. It, not in a, anything against the department. It's more of, like, focus on the show. Yeah. Which is what you're supposed to be doing. And then focusing on classes, which is another thing. Because we're all taking 15 credit hours on top of a one credit hour for yeah. for a show that's taking up four hours a night. So, because in reality, that one credit is not equivalent to a class that's a one credit hour. Right. Like you were spending so much more time. Sometimes you just need to take a take a step back, and just pick a day where you're maybe not going to focus on classes that much, and you just need to mentally not break down. So you maybe take a not, mental reset day. I'm not. Not encouraging skipping classes. Don't, don't skip classes. But if but you like, if you miss a class, it. it is okay. And yeah. I've learned that this semester. Don't go overboard. Go to class. Keep up yeah. with everything. But if you need to miss one class to literally just reset yourself and take a day to sleep in, blah it, blah blah. It's not that it, big of a deal. It isn't a big deal. Also, it's whatever. You're also you know? kind of paying for the class, so. Right. It's a little bit more up to your, you're not, there are some classes where you are forced to go to class and like if you missed more than two, you're down in letter grade mm-hmm. or something. But in reality, you're paying for the class. It is your yeah. decision and you make that educated decision on your own if you should go to the class or not. So I guess the best way to avoid burnout is finding a balance. Perfect balance is going to be something you have to figure out on your own Mm -hmm. and it's so hard like 90% of the people in the program still haven't figured it out and we range from like 25 year olds to 18 year olds and none of us have figured out how to find balance between school and putting everything into a show yeah because in the real world this is your job you are going to be getting paid to put your everything into a show and you'll be able to live off of that for the most part here with trying to find a balance between school and a show and on top of that if you need to get a job yeah because some some people do have jobs here most people have to yeah and it's i don't understand how they do it because right now i don't have a job and my show just ended and i still have a full semester left and i still feel sometimes overwhelmed with what i'm doing yeah but it's just like i don't understand how some people's some people have bigger plates than others I was going to say, I just I just signed up to do crew for Guys and Dolls, so... Like, I think I'm going to sign... Which is the sign, musical we're doing. I mean, because that's for... I might sign up to do that, because my show ended this past week. I just wanted to give myself a week or two of, like, trying to figure out how I'm going to... Or trying to find a schedule for myself without having that show. Because yeah. when I was done with those rehearsals, I would go to the library and study for, like, two or three hours. I mean, depending on when rehearsals would get out. 
and now I don't have that motivation to get out of the room yeah. to go to the library. So I'm trying to find a new schedule for myself. See, I know for me it's really important that I have other hobbies besides theater because in high school, theater was technically my hobby, but it was all I did. Mm-hmm. So doing other things to like kind of broaden my horizons is super important. So like I've started reading. Um, I've started going to the gym. I've started... I sound so productive. I'm not altogether. Anyway, um, going to the gym, playing some video games, like... Yeah. Literally anything I can do that's not school or theater related, mm-hmm. I'm I'm picking it up because I want to, you know, I don't want yeah. to just be a theater kid. Not that I don't love it, but like, but I kind of, I have other interests. I have other yeah. things I want to explore. So I think for balance, it's important to kind of find stuff that's not, like hobbies. Yeah. That are good for, you know, you to express yourself without having to stress about it. Yeah. Also, I picked up watercoloring. That's another thing, yeah. Yeah, see, for me, what I picked up was, like, I mean, I've been reading for a little bit, but, like, I'm trying to get more into that. I've started playing the video games because we finally brought both of our gaming consoles Yeah, we both have a PS4 and an Xbox. Xbox. And we we just got a TV, so. Yeah, so it's, like, our room is pretty good now, like. Entertainment center, yeah. Yeah, like, so I've been able to play Fallen Order here. I'm we're starting to do more socials for chorus. Like I have one, um, tomorrow. So that'll be cool. And then also like I'm, I joined a sorority, which is, but it was like, I wanted friends outside of the theater department. And I don't think there's a single theater kid in the sorority I'm joining. So it's like, I get a good mix of people now that I'm just exposed to. Yeah. And I think that also helps in the sense of trying to make, theater a job place and not like my life make theater a workplace and then have a home Mm -hmm. see that's another thing with like this covid thing is a lot of times your workplace is your home so finding that separation is important not just for theater but just for life in general also i will say going back to the high school thing i wish i would have learned how to have other things earlier exactly because we would spend up until five six o'clock in that theater Mm -hmm. five o'clock we like for five o'clock rehearsals that's great yeah but But doing freshmen we even spent our lunches in there Mm -hmm. like i not until senior year did i actually i went to the cafeteria once freshman year and then someone from theater grabbed me and was like hey why don't you come eat in the theater with us and i went okay I'm then up until our senior year, and I didn't even eat in the cafeteria all of senior year. I only ate there for, like, two months. And then I finally moved back to the theater or the chorus room. Me too. And I was just like, I should not be spending this much time here. Yeah. I literally eat my lunches here, have my classes here, spend my time after school. We'd go and check in at the morning. Oh, yeah. Like, we didn't even, like, find somewhere else to go check in. No, we checked in at the theater every morning. We were like, hey, everything good? Yeah. Uh, We would all meet up and be like, oh, see you in the auditorium this morning. I'll give you the food I brought you or whatever. And then we would talk to Pace about shows. Which, I don't get me wrong, I loved that program. Yeah, me too. But it definitely stressed me so much (laughs) that I didn't 
like, there were moments where I didn't want to do theater anymore. Yeah. And that's crucial to want to do it, like Mm -hmm. we said earlier. So, I wish I would have found other things to do earlier. Because now I'm feeling a lot more like a person and a lot less, like, just a stage manager. Yeah. And it's, it's really nice. So, we've kind of... Okay, just a little preface here. We do have a script-ish. <laughs> we plan out kind of a, a guideline of what we're going to say, and we did not follow this one follow at all. Follow it as much as we usually do, but that's okay. I just want to let you guys know that's why I just did that. Um, if I leave this in, I'll leave this in. If you don't, you don't. If I don't, I don't. But we just kind of talked about things we both actively do to combat burning out, right? Yeah. Do you have any suggestions for someone new? I know we talked about figuring out earlier, but like anything specifically for young people in theater like us, our age, or even later, or even way earlier, that they should do to kind of avoid, yeah, I guess, burning out. I've said that. We turn on a burnout calendar. We've said it about eight hundred times. <laughs> anyway. Um, like just if you like art, find an art class because. Art is different than theater and design. I've found that with me personally right now that I love painting. I may not be the best at it, and it's not even close to trying to design a set. Painting is just a completely different art form. And if you find an art class, you might meet some people in that that aren't a part of theater and that branches you out. And then if you like singing, go join a music class or a choir class because... You'll definitely meet people in those that aren't theater kids either. You might meet some people that are, but it it branches you out, and slowly if you branch out, you'll find people with common interests, but still enough of a difference that it's not theater isn't consuming your life. Because that's where I'm at. Like, I'm friends with music majors. They don't really understand the theater world. I don't really understand instruments, but we have a common ground of music it may not be the same type of music but it just that's where our friendship started and that's where it's starting to grow from so it's like find little hobbies that you can branch out from so like your advice on my advice honestly for not burning out and kind of keeping your life together i don't know eating the way that your body needs you to eat drinking water, staying healthy is going to keep you feeling good all the time. And like, that's just something I've been trying to work out myself because like, I've been feeling like crap physically and I don't want to feel like crap physically. It's a lot to try to do, get ready for a career when you don't feel good about yourself when you're getting up out of bed in the morning. So figure out a routine, you know, get, get your life kind of ready to, to work hard and in, in school and whatever career you go on to so also yeah what lauren said hobbies are important super important for keeping you kind of like giving you something to look forward to that's not just work 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 even though what we do is great we really enjoy it there is a certain type of stress connected to it so it's good to find something you really really enjoy that's just for you you can share it with others, you don't have to, but like, yeah, find something that's yours. Make it your own. So we never really discussed it, 
I'm not sure if you want to, but we never discussed like a specific moment where we were like, I'm stressed. I just don't want to quit. Like we've talked about that. We felt that way. You're right. And like, we also didn't really say if it deterred us from wanting to continue shows. So I don't know if you want to like, okay. Well, for me, for me, it's going to be, I never saw another butterfly. It's funny. Cause we keep going back to this show, but that show, that tech week, um, yeah. also the games of foot, Mr. Pace and I would get into massive, massive blow up arguments during that show. Um, it wasn't the show itself. It was mm-hmm. just those moments where I was yeah. like, so done with trying to figure this whole thing out of how to be a stage manager and how to run a program with Mr. Pace. Not that like I did his job for him or whatever, but you know. It's just a lot, and, like, figuring all that stuff out is hard, and I was, like, for those two shows, The Game's Afoot, and I never saw another butterfly, I was just so tired of trying to figure out how to make these shows easier, because high school shows are not an easy thing. Not everyone wants to be there, they're just doing it for fun. Yeah. And they don't, not everyone wants to to take it to the same professional degree you want to, Mm -hmm. so it's hard. And... I really, really wanted to make it a professional atmosphere, but people pushed against it, so I was so frustrated with trying to figure out how to do that. Also, trying to figure out what professional meant. Like, I didn't understand what that meant. Mm -hmm. I was in high school. Like, I'm still in my only first year of college, but I've still learned so much about how to run a show a little bit better. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know? Yeah. It's a lot, and those two shows really made me step back and... Now, I don't think it was ever fully uh, I don't want to do it because once we would open mm-hmm. during show would be my favorite thing. So Oh, yeah. No, and mine was definitely the first semester of junior year because we had I never saw another butterfly and then we were doing Yellow Boat on top of it and being scenic designer for an Insob and then being on cast and crew of Yellow Boat all at the same time just was not good. Like, I think if I was just cast in Yellow Boat, I would have been fine. Wouldn't have had any, like, we would have had less problems. And the problems I was having in my own personal life with just trying to start a relationship and then just realizing that that wasn't right for me at the time and realizing I was not in a good spot for a relationship. And... And then I had to go to Pennsylvania to spread my grandparents' ashes and stuff. And it just, all of that combined together was not good for me, which then made it bad for everyone else. And I felt, I feel so bad looking back on it because I saw, I see the burnout and I'm like, oh my gosh. Because there was literally one day I was having problems with the relationship thing and it was lunch, and I was going to go work on the set, and I literally ran into the theater, crawled underneath our set, and just started crying. I remember that, because I was like, we were go- I went in there to work on it, and I said, Lauren, I hear, yeah. <laughs> Pace literally, he From like- underneath yeah. the wood. Oh, that was so, not to be, that no. was so funny. Yeah, no, I get it. But, like, Pace even, like, he ducked his head under, and he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, just give me five minutes. And he's like, okay, because we still have a show to put on. And I'm like, I remember that. And I'm like, I know, just give me five minutes. I just burped. I hope you can't hear it. 
<laughs> but, and then immediate, or like when we were done with the fall show, then we went to FTC. Or wait, did we do show and then FTC? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, oh. It, right? Or did we do FTC and then show? I think we did FTC and then show. Senior year was show, then FTC. Okay. Well, we did FTC, which, which also was... was, so that was Yellow Boat. Uh, on top of, I did college auditions for musical theater that year. That's crazy. So that freaked me out. Like, I cried after those auditions, too. I don't know if, like, that tells you how burned out I was, but I thought I did terrible in that. Um, And then we had show, and tech week I left that weekend. Then we had show, and then we closed that, and then we immediately started working on Children of a Lesser God. And we were doing Yellow Boat for, for state, districts, and, districts states. and then states. But Children of a Lesser God... Uh, uh, Joe was originally put in for set and I was put on business. I was doing a budget and I did a budget for the first two months of rehearsal and Joe only showed up for the first week because then he started doing online school. And so no one was doing the set. Nothing had been done about the set. No one knew anything about the set. So then we come back in January and Ben goes, oh, Lauren, you're doing the set, right? And I'm like, I mean, it would have been nice to know, but sure. And then I got majorly sick the during tech week. Like, I wasn't showing up to school, but I was showing up to rehearsal after. And I came in with, like, my antibiotics and everything. And I was pop, I was popping those and just do, working on the set. And Ben's like, Lauren, why isn't the set done? And I'm like, I literally am sitting here, like, feeling like I want to puke all over you. And you're wondering what... Like, I know when... The set could have been done faster. I know it could have, but I was sick, majorly. I didn't know you were sick. Really? I was doing sound, to be no, fair. No, that's fair. It was just, like, a lot of people were hounding me. of like, Lauren, it's not done. It's not done. And I literally had gone to the doctors. I wasn't showing up for school. I was only showing up for rehearsal. I was arguing with my parents to, like, have me go in for rehearsals because things had to be finished. So, your specific moment... Junior year at home. Junior year. Until we a... got to the... Uh, after States? Fine. After States. Because then we did Millie and that and was And I was only better. in the cast and Millie. Yeah. And so I, like, I I was stressed for you guys. I'm not going to lie for Millie. That show was not done. Me That show Mason, was never actually done. What's it called? It it's funny. You know, me and Mason, neither one of us were in the crew, technically. And we painted one of your brick walls. <laughs> but we, fi- we hand finger painted it. Back when Mason it. was an actor. Oh, uh, yes. We finger-painted that brick wall. It was kind of funny, because we literally had... I still have the flannel that's covered in red paint. And it got left out on a band riser for, like, three weeks. They didn't question it. That's cool. Yeah. Remember when they did box jumps onto the band risers? Um, Um, so, basically, basically, how to avoid burnout. Sleep. Don't take on too many shows at once. Drink water. Take care of yourself mentally and physically. I know sleep's on there, but sleep, they get their own category because you cannot count that. Um, Also, you know, try to keep up with everything, but, like, don't do it if you can't do it. You know what what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm saying? Anyway. One, two, three. Get Get a hobby. hobby. Oh, my God. That's so much louder than everything else. Okay, I can fix it. (laughs) Well... If you like what you heard, don't forget to check out our next episode, which is available now. Also, subscribe and leave a review so we know what you guys think.
Once again, this is Beyond the First Wing, the theatrical diaries of the people backstage. Cue the outro.